opinions expressed on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Wind Down, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. On this episode, I am joined by two female content creators, podcaster Sassy Steffi and YouTube creator Samira. We'll be giving our predictions on the 2020 Survivor Series, including who we think will come out on top in each of the matches, and if we think NXT is going to be involved some way, somehow. So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count. As I mentioned in my intro, I am joined by podcaster and wrestler Sassy Steffi and YouTuber Samira. I hope you guys are ready to sip some wine and talk some wrestling. Before we even jump into our predictions, I want to know, how did you guys get into professional wrestling? Um, So I got into professional wrestling. My family always watched it when I was um, younger. Like my uncles watched it all of his life. And my grandfather would come home every uh, Saturday, you know, would be on during the morning and would watch it. So my uncle started watching it and it got me into it around seven years old. So I've been watching it ever since. For me, I mean, much of the same. My parents watches it when I was a kid. My parents went to WrestleMania 3 up in uh, Detroit. So the whole Hulk and Andre thing. And then they loved it. And then... And my grandparents loved it. I just kind of was like, eh, whatever, it's on. But then I saw Sensational Sherry with Shawn Michaels. And then I was hooked. That was it for me. And then I started wrestling in 2007. That brings me basically to now. <laughs> just loved it ever since. As I mentioned, you two are content creators. I know Steph, she has her podcast, Talking Sass. Tell me about how you came up with the name and your podcast as a whole. I went to broadcasting school quite a few years ago, but then I lived in the U.S., but then I moved to Canada. So I was totally out of my element here. So I went into something else completely. My husband was like, you have a background in broadcasting. Why don't you do a podcast? And I was like, that's a good idea. And then, of course, with everybody being quarantined, it's not like anybody could be like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Right. Oh, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it worked out nicely that way. And, you know, I've been doing it for about two or three months now, and I'm just loving it. I've had some really excellent fun guests on. I'm doing a lot of other people's podcasts. Like this one is really fun. So it's just a lot of fun. And Samira, I know you have done a lot of interviews. Tell me about how you got started on your YouTube channel. So I was actually working for a wrestling news website, maybe I think two years ago. The the guy brought me on and he's like, why don't you know you do interviews? Like I need somebody for the website to do it for our YouTube channel. Like we need to spice it up. And I'm like, you know, why not? And I gave it a shot and I really loved it. And I'm in school for broadcasting and public relations. So it like it worked out because I found what I really wanted to do at the same time. And I've been doing it ever since. I just love it so much. All of us are broadcast journalism majors. I love it. <laughs> I went to college as well for journalism. So I feel like this is off to a great start. Let's hop into these predictions. So the kickoff show, it was announced there is a dual brand battle royal. It's looking like the participants haven't been announced. So I'm going to assume that it's everyone that is not on this car. 
guard. You know, maybe the people that we haven't really seen being utilized since the draft or even before that. Do you have anyone in mind that you think can come in this battle royal and completely just show up and show out and win it all? For me, I would love to see like some NXT stars really getting, you know, some showing here. And I think with the way NXT is going, I think Johnny Gargano's kind of worn out his what he can do there. Mm -hmm. And with him just losing the North American Championship, I think it would be great if he's in the Battle Royal and ends up winning it all as an underdog. Oh my god, there's like a lot of people. I though I just realized that yeah that they didn't have any, you know, NFT involved with that this year, I guess like due mm-hmm. to COVID and everything. Like that's sad. But I love seeing that like last year they do the three way. But I think maybe Dolph Ziggler, I mean I think he's a uh, one that we could see maybe they'll give him another push. I would love to actually see Chad Gable win this. And the reason why I say that is because we saw his pretty much like mental breakdown a couple weeks ago. And he's had enough with the shorty G gimmick and I think everyone else has as well so I think him putting his foot down and really saying you know I don't want this anymore is maybe him planting the seeds that he's ready to have a big push and I think him winning a match like this would put him in a position to have that bigger push in the future so I think he's a really good one I think like you mentioned too Dolph Ziggler and maybe even some NXT talent getting involved here would be amazing like you said Samira NXT is not involved this year and many people have wondered why there's been speculation that it's because WWE doesn't want that many people in the building because of COVID going on. They don't want to risk, you know, anyone getting sick. And then I've also read that WWE wants to keep NXT separate as a whole, which I will sip my tea on that. I will sip my wine because I don't know what (laughs) WWE is doing there. We are set to see a five-on-five traditional elimination match. Team Raw consists of Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce going up against Team SmackDown, which includes Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, former SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey and Natalia. Who do you guys see picking up the win here? Well, it's so difficult because honestly, on SmackDown, they just finished like who is going to be on their team. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like to me, it seems disorganized. But when you look at the Raw team and how Nia Jax has just been destroying Lana and then it was supposed to be Mandy and Dana and now it's not. It's Peyton and Lacey. And then they didn't even have to qualify. They were just put in the match. To me, it feels like almost like they had an idea to go Mm -hmm. with it and then just was like, oh, you know what? Screw it. We don't care. And so originally, like as it was building and a lot of people also I see on Twitter say this, like they expect Lana to win it by being the last woman standing basically on both sides. But that SmackDown team is so strong as a whole that I don't know. It's very, very wishy-washy. Me personally, I like the members on SmackDown better than I do the ones on Raw. But if they go with the Lana idea, then Raw will win, which sucks. That's like kind of a wishy-washy answer. (laughs) No. But I'm guessing Raw is going to win, even though I prefer SmackDown. I'm going with Team SmackDown on this. This one was actually, I think, out of all the matches, I had a tough time choosing for this one. And I think Team SmackDown is going to win. Like both are both great group of ladies. But I think Team SmackDown is going to bring the win for them. I had not heard the Lana rumor, but I actually think that would, create so much social media buzz that WWE might just do it. Lana had a new documentary on the network. I don't know if you guys have had the chance to see it, but she is very raw and she shows a lot of emotion in it. And she explains that for the past couple of months, she's been really depressed and she hasn't really been able to get that fan interaction. So I'm almost wondering if WWE is going to use that documentary to put her over in the 
this match. But personally, I would love to see Team SmackDown win. I feel like there is just so much talent on their team. And I'm not saying that Raw isn't talented, but I feel like the SmackDown team is just one of the strongest that we've seen in a really long time. And, you know, the involvement of Bianca Belair and the involvement with Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, who have teamed before, I think that is going to be really strong in this match. I personally want to see Bianca Belair be the last one standing. I think she hasn't had her moment yet and she's really been waiting. But I could also see someone like Bailey being the sole survivor here because of her reign as SmackDown Women's Champion, you know, the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion. I think they might use that as well in the match. Yeah, definitely. And see, like, what you're saying is, like, the talent on the SmackDown team is just, I mean, not that the girls on Raw aren't talented, because they are. Obviously, they're in WWE. They're there for a reason. Right. But, like, to me, Bianca Belair can do no wrong. Like, that girl is beyond talented, and why she doesn't have the title yet is beyond me. Like, I think they're missing a money situation big time on Bianca Belair. I mean, they're pushing her, but not towards the women's championship yet and I just I find that a complete miss by WWE at this point. Let me ask you guys this so we know that Carmella recently came back. Were you surprised to see her not involved in this match? Wouldn't it have made sense for them to put Carmella in a match like this to build her up to get to Sasha or do you think what she's doing right now, sneak attacking or stuff like that is the right way to go? Well for me based on the storyline I think the way that it's going right now where she's attacking Sasha is the way to go because her whole thing is she's untouchable so if you put her in a survivor series match where she's going to be bumping a lot and all that then that takes that whole thing away Mm -hmm. she's not unstoppable or untouchable because now she's she's being beat but i'll I'll go more into carmella once we get to sasha versus oscar yeah i agree with you there about her like that's a good thing that they didn't put her in the match i mean i think it would have been great like to see her and see what she can do now is she gonna add new moves in and stuff like that but i think that's what they're gonna save her for until they get her to Sasha Banks. Let's talk about Sasha Banks. She is currently the SmackDown Women's Champion. She is going to face off against the Raw Women's Champion, Asuka. What are your predictions here? I know you mentioned that you think Carmella might have a little bit of involvement here. Do you think she's going to cause Sasha Banks this match? Well, I think she has to at this point because she's been attacking Sasha. And of course, we watched on Friday Night SmackDown where she attacked Sasha again and Asuka just stood there watching. I think that there will be probably some kind of disqualification in this match that, you know, maybe Sasha is the winner by disqualification and that's what propels them into a match faster. Or maybe it's not even a disqualification. Maybe she does something to Sasha and she turns around into Asuka, but I see Asuka winning. If it's by pinfall or submission, I see it being Asuka. If it's by disqualification, it's because of Carmella does something to Sasha and the ref sees it. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. That's what exactly I was going to say. Like, I had it written down that Sasha was going to win by disqualification because of Carmella. Or then, like how you said, Asuka will get the win because Carmella is going to distract her in some way. The next match, we have the United States champion Bobby Lashley facing off against the intercontinental champion Sami Zayn. I'm going for Sami here. I feel like he has been really strong as of late, ever since he's been back In the WWE, we know that he sat on the sidelines for a couple months as COVID was really at the height of things and a lot of superstars sat out. But now he's back and I feel like he's been very strong and... I also think Bobby Lashley has been strong, but I think Sami Zayn needs to win this match. Who do you guys think is going to pick up the win here? Oh, man. I can't stand the character Sami Zayn. And I really, (laughs) I really, really would love to just see him be, like, squashed in, like, two minutes or less. But I think you're right. I think, 
you know, Bobby Lashley's been around for the entire time that COVID's been around. He's been in the Hurt Business and they have been dominating pretty much everything that they've been doing. So if Bobby Lashley takes a loss in this match, it doesn't do a lot to his credibility. However, if Sami Zayn wins, that does a lot for his credibility because, I mean, mm -hmm. he's only had a few matches since he's been back. And of course, he had the Intercontinental three-way with AJ and Jeff. That was amazing. And now, you know, he needs, I think he needs this, even though I'd much rather see him get squashed because I just hate the character. I could see Sammy winning this one for Team SmackDown. And then I could just see him like bragging about it and then it'll like build up to something else. I, ju I just could see Sammy winning and like cr making this big thing about it. Do we see the Hurt Business getting involved here? Do we see like any shenanigans happening or do you think this will be a clean cut one-on-one -on -one match? See, I'm really confused with the Hurt Business because I'm not sure. Are they babyface or are they heel? What is their situation right now? Because they've been messing around with Retribution, which obviously obviously would be the heel team in that mm -hmm. situation. But up until that point, they were the big heel faction. Right. So if they're kind of turning baby face, then it would make no sense for them to get involved in any way. But I don't know, maybe they get maybe they try to get involved and get ejected from ringside. And that's how Sami Zayn wins. I don't think they'll get involved. I feel like this will be just like a one on one match. I think they'll stay in the back and just keep them there just so they can fight. We shall see the raw Tag Team Champions The New Day are facing off against the SmackDown. Tag Team Champions The Street Profits. This is a match that I am really looking forward to and I do not have a predicted winner here. I think both tag teams are absolutely incredible in the ring. Who do you guys think is going to win this match? For me, I feel like I'm very SmackDown leaning, like leaning towards SmackDown on like every single match. <laughs> But I can't even tell you how much I enjoy watching the Street Profits on TV. Everything they do, I'm just like, I'm so into it. Like, I just want to grab, you know, my red solo cup and join them in the ring and just hang out. Like, they're just, and New Day seems really cool too. Like, in fact, just like a, a little side story here. My first WWE tryout when I went to, it was in Buffalo, I believe. It was the day that the New Day got their first commercial on TV. So this mm. is like, I don't know, like eight years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in catering and I just see Xavier Woods like, like sprinting, like hardcore into uh, catering and jumping on Biggie and Kofi like, we got something on TV. <laughs> just, I've loved New Day from the beginning too. They're so much fun. Like I said, I think SmackDown, I'm leaning towards them only because the New Day giving the rub to the Street Profits really puts them on another level then mm -hmm. at that point. And I don't see why they wouldn't. Because again, it doesn't hurt the New Day's credibility at all if they put over the Street Profits. True. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm so like towards SmackDown for all these predictions mostly. <laughs> It's like, it's so hard. And especially like this match too. Like they're both such great tag teams. I love both of them so much. And it was like hard to pick. Uh, I definitely, I think I'll go with the Street Profits on this one. We have the men's five on five elimination match. Team Raw. If you've seen the Raw commercials, it seems like they are in shambles every week. Team Raw features AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, Sheamus, and Braun Strowman versus Team SmackDown, which includes Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, King Corbin, and Otis. Again, I'm in the middle on this. I think both teams have some really good competitors involved here. I'm really excited to see what Keith Lee does, seeing as last year he was so involved in his elimination match and he's had some really big moments this year so I really feel like he's going to do a great job in this match 
And then on SmackDown, obviously Jay Uso has been absolutely just doing an amazing job. I just, I really like seeing Kevin Owens in the ring. And you know what? I'm really glad to see Seth Rollins not being involved with Murphy or Rey Mysterio here. So I'm happy to see him. Cool. It's another match. It's so hard. Like you said, the Raw team is in shambles. Every yes. week they're fighting. I am like a big fan of like the old school style. Well, not, I mean, it's not even really old school where it's brand versus brand for supremacy. Mm-hmm. And they're not fighting amongst each other. They're like, we're going to show we're the better show. And I would prefer to see that. What I would like to see in this match, and this is me throwing a complete long shot out there, because we did mention that there is no NXT. But what if Retribution comes out and makes themselves a third team? Hmm. Because they really need, in my opinion, they're a laughing stock, in my opinion. Uh, They came in so hot and so heavy and so good. And then now it's just like, meh, whatever. I don't care. Why do you think that is? Probably the crappy names that they got. (laughs) (laughs) Or do you think maybe it was like poor uh, planning on WWE's part? I'm kind of sad what they're doing with Retribution. But I think, like you mentioned, if they bring them in here, maybe people would take them more seriously. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. Like I said, it's probably a long shot. Uh, If WWE would pay attention to me, maybe we'd be on a different level. (laughs) But then again, everybody says that, right? But I think it would be great to see them in a triple threat situation in this match where you have five guys from Raw, the Retribution team, and the five from SmackDown. Because even though they are signed exclusively to SmackDown, they're supposed to be like this rebel group. That doesn't give a care for the, the rules anyway. So I would like to see them come in and destroy both teams. Or maybe if they don't come in as a third team, maybe they come in and destroy both teams anyway and there's no winner. I was going to say that Raw was going to like come up from their shambles and actually then work together because they're showing you week after week that they can't like work together. And maybe that they'll get it together on their on the survivor series day i thought like that they make it out like that so then they will take the win but i like your idea if they push retribution like to show how powerful they are that they took down the men's team of raw and smackdown that would be like a big like power move so i hope that actually happens that's a very great idea wow look at us hot takes This match is the one that I am looking forward to, which absolutely makes no sense because when Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre faced off their 17 times last year, I had had enough, but this time they're both champions, so we'll see if it goes any better, and Roman Reigns is a heel. The Universal Champion Roman Reigns is facing off against the WWE Champion Drew McIntyre. As much as I like both competitors, I really feel like they cannot have Roman Reigns lose this match. But Drew McIntyre just regained his WWE championship. Do you really want him to lose? Is this going to be a draw? That's an excellent question because uh, that's the same thing that I think in my head as well. I was listening to somebody else's podcast about the whole Drew McIntyre thing because I was like, okay, I get why you put it on Randy, but why did you put it back on him the week before, you know, Survivor Series? And this guy, and now again, no affiliation with WWE, but the way he put it, he said, Drew McIntyre, when he won the championship, didn't get that moment in front of the crowd at WrestleMania. He didn't have the Thunderdome. He didn't have any fans there whatsoever. So it was like, oh, yeah, I won. And, of course, you're still the champion, still WrestleMania, but mm-hmm. there's no fans. It's a totally different situation. Right. So they give it to Randy. They have a heated 
you know, back and forth storyline going on. And then he finally gets it back before Survivor Series so that he can go on and face Roman Reigns. So it's not heel heel, it's baby heel. He got that moment in front of the fans on Monday night for the first time winning the championship, which I was like, wow, I didn't think about it like that. And that's amazing. Because I was like, I hate somebody like Randy Orton being a transitional champion anyway. Like, it doesn't make sense to me because Randy Orton is so amazing at what he does. But then when they put it like that, I was like, okay, I, I totally buy into that now. And I'm on that side. But like you were saying, your point about Drew just won the championship. And do you really want Roman to lose either? I mean, Roman Reigns is, I don't know what happened while he was off. I mean, obviously, I do know his, <laughs> he expanded his family and all that kind of stuff. But like psychologically, when it comes to wrestling and what he's doing right now, he is on like seven levels different like higher than where he was before like I've always liked Roman I always thought he was great but this heel character is just but I don't think they can put Drew McIntyre under after he just won the title on Monday night so I have to say Drew's gonna win plus I'm so Smackdown heavy anyway so I'm going with at least one solid raw pick let me add this caveat do you think the Miz is going to cash in anywhere in this match or do you think he's going to try Maybe that's where it comes in. That that whole thing, like where, because it is it is hard to choose. I personally picked Roman Reigns because he is like he's such a good heel. Like I can't see him losing this. But maybe this is why nobody can choose who's gonna win what because Miz might get involved and do everything about it. Who's to say that the Miz goes after the Raw Championship either? Maybe he goes after uh, Roman Reigns because the Miz is one of those characters too, where he's heel or face, like. Yeah, he's much better as a heel, but he can be a babyface too. And Roman Reigns and him could have a great, great, great run. And But so could Drew and Miz. So who knows? I can see Miz going after Drew, but for some reason, my mind can't comprehend seeing Miz versus Roman for some reason. Unless they were doing it for publicity. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's really hard. Because like we said, we don't want to see either one of these guys lose because right. they're both in their prime moment right now obviously we we i think we can all agree roman is just on a different level than everybody else right now in wwe but i think drew mcintyre is going to get there too i mean he had the new entrance on monday he Mm -hmm. has that really cool sword that goes i was like oh man this is awesome i love that (laughs) sword going down into the into the stage and everything so i mean you're giving these two guys major pushes so maybe the miz is the caveat here and that's how but then that sends my whole, like, five matches having, like, these weird finishes. Like, just, you can't have every match have a weird Right. <laughs> Here, we're going to give you these matches, and all the winners are not people that are actually in those matches. <laughs> Could we see NXT talent storm in? I have this feeling that somewhere in between all of these matches, there has to be some NXT involvement. And if it's Retribution, who includes former NXT superstars, or it's some bigger names who are in NXT right now, I feel like (laughs) NXT really, I want to know how they feel about not being involved this year. Because last year, they, they won it all. You know what I mean? It seemed like they swept everything. And now not being involved this year, I mean, they have to feel some type of way, right? You would think so. But you know, 
like I said, I think Johnny Gargano is one of the men that need to come up and be out of NXT. I mean, he's literally done everything there. What is there left for him to do? In my opinion, nothing. He needs to graduate up to the Raw or the SmackDown rosters and just because the wrestling business in Cleveland, because that's originally where I'm from, I saw Johnny and the transition that he's made from being an independent wrestler to NXT to what he's doing now is just leagues and leagues above where he started. And so I think he deserves to be up on either roster. But then again, I think that about a lot of people, like there's so many people at the PC and they can only put so many people on NXT. They can only mm-hmm. put so many people on SmackDown. They can only people on Raw, especially right now with the way that COVID restrictions are. But I think it's time to let new talent come up into NXT and new talent come into the Raw and SmackDown rosters. And another one that I'm interested to see, and I wouldn't be surprised if she pops up somewhere tomorrow, is Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think Rhea Ripley has been such a dominant force on NXT, and we saw her lose against EO this week for the NXT Women's Championship. She's someone that I'm almost wondering, well, what are they going to do with her now? And it only seems logical to put her in somewhere. Hey, you never know. Someone might get injured in the back before this women's match, and they need to plug someone in, bring up an NXT talent, or they might have someone else on the roster that they haven't utilized properly. I would absolutely love to see someone on that Raw team get injured and they put Naomi in this match. I think we have not seen Naomi in a long time and I would love to see her utilized here. She's had great comebacks before and I think this would be the perfect moment for her to come back. But with it being so close, well, not so close. I mean, two months away from Royal Rumble, do you think they would want to hold her off for a big Royal Rumble? I feel like last time we saw her at the Royal Rumble, WWE didn't know how to utilize her properly after the fact. She had such a grand entrance there and everyone was so excited to see her, but it seemed like after that, they didn't know where exactly to place her at. And then um, she got injured. She had some family stuff going on. So we haven't seen her. They might hold down till Royal Rumble. I know they really want to get some fans in the arena, which I am rolling my eyes about because I don't think they should be doing that at this point. But if they do hold her until Royal Rumble, I want to see what they're going to do differently than they did last year. Are they going to pull the same that they did before and have her make this grand entrance and everyone's so excited for her and she's getting national coverage? And then it's like, okay, two weeks, three weeks, a month later, where is she at? Or are they going to see we have a star here? Let's utilize her properly. Well, I definitely agree with you about Naomi. Like, it's sad, like, we don't get to see, like, some of these talent backstage not being, like, used at all. And, like, we're always wondering where are they, like, that they can place them in, like, instead of using the same people as always. So maybe, like you said, somebody gets injured and somebody needs to fill them. So it could be Naomi, could be NXT talent. Like, I feel like in some way, NXT is going to be involved in this pay-per-view somehow, some way. They'll, they'll attack somebody. Maybe they're involved in the, um, the battle. Royale, like somehow I feel like they'll come, but I wonder like how this is all gonna play out with just with just everything. Yeah, I wonder the same thing. And what I was gonna say earlier is I would be first in line to pay money to see Bianca Belair versus Naomi. Yes. The athleticism that both of them have, I 
would eat it up like candy. It would be so good. I would love to see a feud with them. Maybe even going forward towards a Raw or uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Well, either one really, it doesn't matter. You know, just have them get into it because both of them have so much raw natural talent that it would be guaranteed they would have match of the year for the females in WWE. Maybe maybe everywhere since there's not a whole lot of uh, female wrestling really happening right now. 100%. I feel like these are both great competitors and everybody's been waiting on the both of them. Like, we just want to see them. So I think this is mm-hmm. perfect. If they just put this in somehow, some way, I think it would be really good. Samira and Steph, it was so great to have you on today. Where can the people find you on social media? My dog apparently wants to get my social media because he's barking over here. <laughs> but I am at Sassy Steffi on Twitter and Instagram. So you can find my podcast on YouTube and also on Apple, Spotify, all the podcast platforms you want as Talking Sass. And then if you feel so inclined, you can support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash sassy steffi you can find me uh on my youtube channel where i interview wrestlers and i do a bunch of things vlogs youtube.com slash it's the and on my socials you can find me at on twitter and instagram and tiktok at the it's Samira. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. Our new website is also coming soon. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? We upload episodes with brand new co-hosts every week. Until next time, enjoy your wine and, of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers.